Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Hi, Steve. What's happening? Welcome in, everybody, to uh, the post-game show. This is technically the OBR Film Breakdown uh, podcast as well, because we'll kind of duplicate these two things. Uh, I'll preface this by saying you're probably going to be emotional in the comments. Just be respectful to each other. That's all you can ask for. You know, everyone has an opinion on why this is why this has gone south. Um, and the last thing we want to do is regret saying something stupid to another person. So um, just kind of my general take off the top 26, 14 Pittsburgh beats Cleveland. Um, curious your thoughts on it, Steve, I'll let you hit lead off. You might not even have anything to say at all. It was a blast. I mean, what more is there to say? It was a, it was a, uh, a spectacle of, of, of wonderful football. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, we talked about it on the pregame show. Would they come out flat and emotionless? And, you know, for the most part, they did. Uh, you know, they, they just didn't seem to have any urgency. They didn't seem to. I mean, there were some plays here. Greg Newsom played his ass off. Uh, the You know, J.W. Mm-hmm. and Clowney had a, a, a tremendous game outside of the bizarre shoe throwing incident. I have no idea what. Sometimes you just get caught up, I guess. I mean, I'm expecting him to say, uh, you know, I was just fired up and I don't know why I did it. I'm expecting him to say something like that. But outside of that, Mm -hmm. Jevian Clowney proved again why so many of us are hoping they can find a way uh, to bring him back. I thought Malik McDowell had a pretty good game. Um, You know, Denzel, before he got hurt, I thought had a pretty good game. And Grant Delpit made a bunch of really nice plays. He's been progressing all year as we hoped he would. Uh, coming back from that serious injury, uh, you know, when we talked about it back in August. But, I mean, I mean, it started on the first offensive drive. Three balls hit guys right in the hands. I understand one of them was tipped, and they dropped them all. And that sort of, you know, set the tone for the night. I mean, guys were either dropping balls or they were being missed completely, you know, or just not even seen. Um, you know, they really didn't do much all night, you know. Um, and and like you said in the pregame, I it, with nothing to play for, it was not as emotionally deflating as a fan. And, uh, you know, it wasn't as emotionally deflating for them, I guess, because they didn't seem to bring a lot to the table from that perspective. We, we tried to warn everybody <laughs> in the pregame about that, that I didn't think they'd show up there eager to play this football game. Their season just got swept under in crushing fashion yesterday at 5 o'clock. Thank you, sir. You know, um, yeah, I, I didn't expect them to show up just eager to go win in Pittsburgh. I explained why earlier, um, uh, because they don't care about the Pittsburgh Steelers like we do in terms of a pure hatred and and all of that. And so if you get worked up about that, then I think that's kind of on you, in my opinion, Steve, if, if you care that much about something that the guys aren't going to care that much about. So listen, it, they go for 232 total net yards, Cleveland does. Pittsburgh goes for 299. Did they finally update the stats? Okay. Uh, yeah, it looks like on the NFL page they did. Cleveland's 5 of 17 on third downs. Um, Cleveland ran for 93 yards. Pittsburgh ran for 190. Uh, Baker was 16 of 38, 185, two touchdowns, two picks. Um, and Ben was 24 of 46. 100. He was pretty terrible. Um, 
you know, both quarterbacks are pretty terrible, Steve. I listen, I have been a staunch defender of Kevin Stefanski all year. Okay. Not not gonna not gonna sugarcoat it. I think he has from a guy who, and if you're another person who does what I do, you have the sick drive to go watch every snap again and and look at it from like a perspective of the whole field, the all 22, like I do multiple times a week. Kudos. You might have a different opinion than me, but it's it's uh it's hard to come to a different conclusion. I don't know how Baker comes back. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how he comes back from where he is. Maybe he does. Maybe he gets healthy. Maybe he has a great year. But they're at a tipping point, and it's a lot of missed throws, a lot of creating. You know, there were times where I, I'll admit Kevin wasn't doing him any favors. You're leaving TJ Watt with James Hudson one-on-one. You're not doing any favors. But he did a lot of stepping and, and running forward into sacks and tipped balls where he's just staring no change of arm angle or anything. Same throwing mechanics. So here's what I think. I think Stefanski came into uh, 2019 uh, with Kirk Cousins. Got a level of play from him, Steve, right? Got a level of play from him. Pretty good. I think, I think Kirk Cousins had a really good year. And I don't know what the efficiency metrics were, but he was pretty good. I had 30, 30 touchdowns under, under 10 interceptions. I think he had like seven interceptions. Baker has a pretty good year last year right? Pretty good year, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions, something like that. I don't think Kevin is used to playing with uh, having a bad quarterback like this, a quarterback who's broken. Uh, I I just, okay, because here's what it comes down to. Let's have the conversation, Steve, okay? We see it. We are stupid, and we see it. He's not playing good football. He's broken everything. Is you You can make the claim that he is Done in the NFL, done as a starter, whatever. He's bad right now. Whatever you think Mayfield's future is, there is zero arguing, Steve. He's terrible right now. He's terrible. Would you agree? Yes or no? He's playing awful. Idiot. Yeah. Terrible no, football awful. right now. Well, you're an idiot, but that's a totally separate discussion. That's, that, I shouldn't have. I should have prefaced it by not, <laughs> not letting you get that in. But so, okay. He's terrible right now. Would you say that he's not curtailing his offense to what the Browns' strength is. Because I think that's what everybody's arguing. The Browns should be a team that throws the football less. They should be running it more, more, more. Now, tonight, I'm like, okay, I don't really want to run Nick Chubb 30 times tonight. What's the point? The season's over. It's over. I don't what, – what if Nick tears an ACL? I just take it easy with him, man. But, like, for the most part, you know, I, I, I looked at the data, Steve. They're sixth – they have the sixth most – rush attempts by running backs okay this year so still they're still running the ball a good amount i take out all quarterback scrambles wide receivers quick screen quick runs jets all that stuff they have the sixth most attempts in the nfl teams in front of them titans colts vikings broncos 49ers obvious they're in that group they have 376 run attempts before tonight 49ers 389 okay 383 sorry broncos 389 vikings 396 colts 396 titans 457. So they're even more all in on that. But that's still not that many. They're still running the ball as high as anybody in the NFL, giving the football to the running back. So I know you're frustrated. I get it. I could pick apart Kevin in some of those things. But to me, I just don't. I, there's two ways to think of this. Are they sending him out there to say, you're going to show us whether you can do this or not? Like we're going to give you every opportunity throughout this year to show us whether you can do it or not, or 
they don't recognize their team. They don't recognize they should be run the ball 30 times no matter what, Steve. This is the question because a lot of people think Kevin is to blame more so than Baker is to blame. So, and even people are saying both are to blame. So do you think they're so dumb, these coaches, Kevin included as the as the ringleader, that they don't recognize this? They're not curtailing their team? Or are they trying to give Baker Mayfield every single chance to show he can figure it out? What's your opinion on it? Because they're, they're, people want to blame Kevin. They want to blame him. And again, he's not perfect. He's not. He's not perfect. There were examples tonight where late in this game, they shouldn't be dropping him back like this anymore. It's over. It's a wrap. Read the room. They had a nice late touchdown, but come on. Like, I don't know, Steve. I'm going to let you talk about it. I don't know what else to say. People think that 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 he also isn't aware of what he has throughout the year in the running back room. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I think you're setting me up by phrasing it as, do I think the coaches are dumber than us? That's what I I'm think, kind of getting at because th- everyone think thinks that. I think you're setting me up here. Uh, I, I mean, I've been married for over 20 years. I recognize a setup when I, I recognize a trap. I don't know how to get out of it, but I but I recognize a trap when I see it. Let me let me answer. Start by start answering your question by asking you a question because I seem to remember last year when everything was great. Kevin Stefanski was a toast to the town. Baker Mayfield was going to get forty million a year. They were twelve and five. You know, we all remember last year. Even then, I seem to remember you arguing with people, and I tried to pick up the slack and do it with them as well. They threw the ball to get ahead and ran the ball to protect the lead in the second half. They were way more run heavy in the second half with leads than they were in the first half. They threw the ball a lot early, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Then why would you change that plan? I see this, this, this is what I'm getting at. I, I understand what they have in Nick Chubb and when he's healthy, Kareem Hunt, and even throw Dearness Johnson in there. I, I think they have a tremendous running back room. I have been a champion of all of those guys. Get them the ball more, especially here in the last six or eight games when your wide receiver room is decimated. I you've heard me, you've argued with me about how difficult it is to just split, you know, uh, Felton out into the slot and split Hunt out into the slot and have them learn 30 new plays in a new position. And you're right. Absolutely. But I keep coming back to this. How many times, and it's not just me. Okay. You've said this a zillion times. The Mannings both said this a zillion times here tonight. How do you watch guys running naked all over the field through the secondary, either missed, dropped, or just not getting the, th- the ball thrown to them and think you can't keep calling those plays. It, it It's not about the play calling. It's about the execution of the plays. So while again, I'm with you, I, I, he comes to fancy. He's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. He's gotten way too cute for his own good in the red zone on numerous occasions this year. And you and I have had discussions about it. They'll march the ball down the field, get to the 18, and then run some kind of wacky reverse or something like that. And, and it's just completely unnecessary, and it puts them behind the sticks, and that's when they get into trouble. But more often than not, I, I watch I watch your chalk talks. A lot of the people, in, in the, you, know, you guys in the chat, you all walk, watch Jake's chalk talks. You watch other people break it down. How many times are guys running all over the field with nobody around them? So now the question becomes, how do you as a play caller look at your team and go, okay, I'm I'm calling these plays that are working, except they're not being executed, so I can't call those anymore. 
or, or do you do you look at your you look your players in the eye and go, you guys have to start making some effing plays? I, I mean, you said it in the pregame. At some point, it's not about coaching. It's not about culture. It's not and all those things are important. But at some point, the guys between the white lines have to actually make the plays that that are being there, being so, put right in front of them. So, so people are making a good point, Steve. Why haven't they changed quarterbacks? Do you guys think they don't see it? I too? can't answer that. That none of us can answer that. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. It clearly, to me, somebody reading the tea leaves here has been told to Kevin and A.B., and, and maybe Kevin and A.B. have made this choice because they need to figure out their quarterback dilemma. It's another If this guy is cleared by – it could – Steve, it could come from Jimmy Haslam. He could be saying it. I That's don't know. Too. I don't know. But there's no way – we are not smarter than they are. They're around their team every day. Every day, the same guys you think are so smart last year are the same guys this year. They're around their team every day. They got a huge decision looming. That, and they're changes, calling the same plays. It changes the it changes the course of the franchise if they sign this guy for thirty five to forty million. There are they trying to figure out if this guy is the real deal? We need we have two seasons here to make a choice. Three essentially now. Do we need to make a decision? Do we need to give him every chance to show us he can do it? I don't, I don't know, Steve. Uh, anything, anything is on the table. But to me, it's like there's clearly an ultimatum to figure this out. If the doctors say he's playing, able to play, he's playing. Well, that's what I think. That's I, I... what it's come down to. They have been behind him the whole time. Kevin has never said anything else. You know, he's never gone, and I don't. Th- I wouldn't expect him to. But I think that this is well, why doesn't Kevin have the balls to replace him? It's clearly coming from somewhere. He's not able to just yank him. I don't think he's able to just yank him. I think that there's an ultimatum for the for the quarterback if he's able to play to play. And they also are viewing it as we need evidence, good or bad evidence, whether he can do it or not. And this is the opportunity to do it. I don't know if it has to be any more difficult than that. Well, and that's true because you're talking about, you know, a 30 to 40 million dollar investment that straps your team to this guy for multiple years, whether he's on the roster or not. Nick Chubb, um, Rib Ednery, Stefanski noted it. So, so uh, here's, here's, I always tend to go with Occam's razor. It's either that or the other thing. And we've said this uh, countless times over the course of the season. 
the simplest explanation usually is is what you know ends up being correct. It could be that they think you know eighty percent of Baker or seventy percent, whatever he is, is still better, gives them a better chance to win than a hundred percent of Case Keenum. That may be what they think too. Right. I, you know, I, I, and I again, know. we're both saying to everybody in the chat that's you know we're all upset, we're all frustrated, we're all you know. I, I'm not saying, and I don't think you are, Jake, saying that we have the answers. We are trying to say we don't have the answers, but we're offering possible explanations as to what their thinking is, because I, I mean, you look at, just look at this game tonight. How many guys, they're, they're still missing guys. Guys are playing on half a leg. You know, the wide receiver room is what it is. Baker is what it is. All this is going on and they're still in the game. That's how much better talent wise on paper they are than the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. There's no way they should have lost twice to that team this year. Absolutely no way they should have lost, you know, from strictly a talent perspective. So it's about execution. It's about going out there and living up to your potential. And, and it's far from the only two games that they fell short of expectations this year. We all know that. So I, I, I don't know what the answer is. I just know, you know, and we've said it a couple of times tonight. I've said it. We've said it over the last couple of months. It's the same guys calling the same plays that went 12 and five and won a playoff game last year. They're just not making the same plays. They're not connecting. Guys are dropping balls. Baker's missing guys. Guy misses a one guy misses a blocker doesn't quite get enough of somebody on the backside and Nick gets run down from the backside uh, by a defender on a play last year that he would have busted for twenty five yards. It's just we've said it a million times. It, it's everything and it's nothing. They, they, they all take turns being the ones not to do something right on any given play. I mean that last play that it, it wasn't a perfect throw by any means, but Austin Hooper's got to catch that and not, you know, tip it up into a, a game-ending interception to let Roethlisberger's go out there and take his curtain call. I mean, it, it ultimately had nothing to do with the end of the game, with the score, but it just illustrates the point that the plays are there to be made. They're just not making any of them this year. If they made half of them, they probably have three more wins. They're not making any of these plays this year. So I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know, but I think the biggest question, obviously, and you hit it earlier here tonight, and I'm going to agree with you 100%, is I'm not sure at this point that either side can bring it back next year. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know who's available. We touched on it in the pregame. You want to talk about Kirk Cousins? I'll listen. You want to talk about Derek Carr? I'll listen. You know, I, there are people out there that want Deshaun Watson. I, I'm going to need to see a whole bunch of stuff with his legal issue before I can mentally and emotionally get on board with that. But I understand why some people are saying those things. I don't know what the answer is for next year. They may end up, as we've been saying for a long time, having no choice but to hope he gets healthy and refines what he had last year. That may end up being the only play in their arsenal. I don't think so. But that may end up being it. But what's going on right now just can't continue. So, I, you know, the immediate question is, does he play next week? Uh, I, I don't even know about that at this point. Can you run him back out there next week after what is, I'm sure, is going to be a tsunami of awfulness all week long in the media and, and stuff like that? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're out of answers. We've been out of answers, and we're still out of answers. We're out of answers, man. I don't know if you heard me or anybody heard me, but – uh, Nick Nick was banged up rib injury, um, and that's why Makes they didn't sense. run him more. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it you was want. Obviously, yeah. something. I mean, yeah. you could tell. Whether I I thought it was still the COVID thing that we've been talking about. He's taken himself out of games the last yeah. few weeks. I thought but it, it was, was obviously concussion. something. There was no. 
I, I don't know. The people saying they, they were doing something to prove a point or whatever. I, I, I don't buy that kind of crap. But, you know, uh, it makes sense, I guess, if he, if he was hurt. And frankly, I'm going to be honest with you, as a Cleveland Browns fan, not a protect my take fan, and not especially since this game is utterly meaningless, really, I, I would be totally fine if they sat 24 down for next week and didn't even risk it. He blows out a knee in a meaningless game against the Bengals next week. I won't like it. So, you know, it's not. if he goes out there next week and people are screaming to run him 35 times, I'm going to get a little angry because they shouldn't do that next week. I, I'd be totally honest. I'll be perfectly happy if he's inactive next week. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. There's plenty of guys that can play in the game. Plenty of guys that can come up and play in the game, man. Like, you don't... Whatever. You're going to all... Everybody's going to remember this Week 18 Bengals game for the rest of their lives. So... Uh, what a you know whatever dude. Um, <laughs> again, the run game stuff. They're they have the sixth most. They're within twenty carries of the second place team. They're running you know, the ball. They're running the ball, man. Well, and, and as you said on the pregame, it, so. and you have said for like a six weeks now, they are not running it the way they ran it last year. This is a fact. They're you not can a blame run it game on, and, and it's legitimate. You can blame it on shuffling the offensive line around, around losing Jack Conklin, having to play people in positions. Where they're, and that's all legitimate. It's all that all you have to take that into account. But at the end of the day, like we said, the NFL is a results based business. If you're not running the ball well, why would you run it 40 times a game? Uh, I, you know, yeah. I, I they know did it the, well last week. Which, I know you what know, the counter is going to be. Somebody, if you're not throwing the ball well, why would you? Well, you got to do something. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, you got to run some kind of play unless you're going to kneel 45 times. So I, yeah. I don't know. There's no, an- there are no good answers, right? At least not from us. Uh, you know, they may have some in that locker room in that building, but there are no answers at this point. It's just, it sucks that this season, which was the most excited we've all been in, I don't know how long uh, has ended this way. And, and let me just say one more thing about that from the emotional standpoint, from us as fans, I, I and, and I, I know there are people out there sick of blaming things on COVID, but the fact that we were all in our house a lot between the end of the Chiefs playoff game last year and the start of the Chiefs uh, playoff or week one game this year, it we we all got so hyped because we all talked about, researched, watched, thought about, discussed, tweeted about this team way more than we normally would have in an offseason. We were so excited from the end of that Chiefs playoff game and right up until kickoff, it was the hype was out of control. We were all so fired up. And when you, uh, the higher something goes, the harder it falls. So uh, the fact that that happened didn't help from our emotional state either. I don't think it had anything to do with what happened on the field, but from us as fans, I think that had a big deal with an emotional feel. Listen, Scotty, A-plus question, okay? <sighs> you know I've, what? I've been I- telling him that section on the play sheet that says touchdown <sighs> plays – you can only you can only ignore it for so long. You can only ignore it. You know, doesn't make any sense. Scotty's one of the best in here, man. Every time, um, yeah. I listen. They uh, 
a couple this is kind of miserable actually so the browns have 20 uh losing seasons in their last 23 uh ben roethlisberger has played 18 seasons with the steelers zero losing seasons the nfl is not fair to everybody steve yep why can't the, the experiences be fair right like we commit all of this time i commit the same amount of effort as pittsburgh fans i do the same amount of effort and energy into this thing and in the experiences of what the franchise gives back to you are so so different man i don't i don't know what else i can really say um i listen again i i know i'm a staunch stefanski guy he i don't want them to turn it over again i do think no. the answers are still in the building does there uh, there's an immense amount of learning everybody needs to do from this season kevin included i truly don't think kevin knows how to to or how to, he knew did, let me okay let me slow down i don't know that kevin did a good job with a bad quarterback not that any anybody's good with bad quarterbacks steve it's hard to do with bad quarterbacks but did he do the best job with a bad quarterback? I don't think that's a fact. Okay. There were things tonight leaving James Hudson alone on the right side too many times. I know the game was over at that point, essentially. I get it, but you're you're get you know, we know we know what Baker is. So if your answer to Baker beating the you know the 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 pass rush Pittsburgh has is hey, I'm giving him some open options right off the snap. He's shown you enough by now. He's not going to do it, right, Steve? Like he's shown you enough. He's not going to do it. So you can't you can't coach that way anymore. I think that Kevin can learn a lot from playing with a bad quarterback. I think that he has failed in aspects of helping. I'm trying to be careful here. He's given him a lot of answers. I don't even know if I'm saying makes sense, Steve. I I just don't. Is anybody, I sound like a moron. Is anybody good with a bad quarterback? I don't even know what I'm saying, dude. Help me out. I don't know what I'm saying. Maybe there was no answer. Maybe, I, but I, yeah, I'm broke. Blue, blue, I'm broke. I don't know what to say. He is giving him open options, but he can't hit him. So maybe he, maybe he needed to just run it like a, a ridiculous amount of times and just say, screw the outcome. I'm just going to run it. I don't know what else to say. I, 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 but I guess I think what I'm trying to say is that there are lessons that Kevin can take from this season, and he has to roll them into next year. Um, but the quarterback has been bad, and I don't think he's uh, quite as bad as Kevin maybe thinks he is. I don't know. I got to shut up, dude. Take it. Say anything. You could talk about your Christmas. I don't care. <laughs> say anything. I have nothing. I'm just, I sound like an idiot. I have nothing else to say. Well, I mean, that we all do at this point because we've attempted, and you know, those of you who have been with us since the beginning of the season, both here and in print on the OBR, we've attempted to maybe not explain it away. That's not the right way to say it, but figure out, you know, why did this happen? Why didn't this happen? We've looked for, you know, rational explanations and we're all out of them. At this point, uh, you know, uh, whether it, it's the injuries or whether it's what you know, I mean, the, the the end product is not working. And I think Kevin's a young coach. Like you said, he's going to learn from this. He's going to improve from this. Um, but I, I guess my question to you would be this. If, if you're calling plays that are open and the guys on the field are simply not executing them. 
what else can you do? I, I, I don't know how, what do you do? I, I mean, what do you say? You say, okay, well, we got these other plays that aren't working all the time. Let me, let me try that. Maybe one of those will work. I, I don't know. I, all you can do is put your players. We say this all the time. We said it for years with previous coaches who didn't seem to do this is put your players in a position to succeed. And he has done that, you know, not every time, not I mean, again, he's not blameless. No one is saying that, but when guys are running naked all over the field, I don't know as a play caller, what more you can really do. Uh, it's gotta be so unbelievably frustrating. Um, and then of course you throw the, you know, the, uh, the penalties and the, everything else on top of that, that, that part's got to improve. I don't know how you get that across as a coach. I don't know how you improve that uh, at the NFL level, at the college level. You just yell at them and bench them, but I, you can't do that with these guys. Um, but, you know, the, the the mental mistakes, the pre-snap penalties, the alignment stuff, that's got to stop. Um, and I think that's one of the areas where he needs to improve. But, again, he's very young, you know. I, it, it's He's had two seasons as a head coach. You know, Browns, I, Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield on the nine sacks. Their front's pretty good. It has been for years when you've got TJ Watt over there and you've got and you're not giving your rookie tackle much help. It's not going to be good. Well, you know, that that's just, you know, shots fired in, in the clubhouse. I mean, everybody's trying to save their you know job. Can everybody's you know trying can help to too? The, the quarterback can get rid of the football quick. Well, you see what Ben does? quite a few times to there's that to eliminate my i mean i i i've admitted kevin not great about this tonight in those waning moments of the game but that's unbelievable it's unbelievable it is going to get ugly it's, it's going to get, get really ugly. ugly and if this is the way it is with a week left in the season just judging because i've watched a lot of i've wasted lots of my life watching televised football and following these kind of things and i've seen as I'm sure everybody else watching has this kind of situation play out in locker rooms, both in Cleveland and elsewhere, countless times when they start lobbing stuff at each other in the media, it's very difficult to come back from that. Um, So as much as you and I have both said, they're going to run it back because there's no other options next year. I, 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 in the last couple of weeks, I have done not a complete 180, but about a 174 on that i think i think i am looking way more leaning way more towards they will do something i don't know what it is but if they're lobbing bombs at each other like this in the media and another one still a game to be played yeah another it's not going to get better when they have more free time on their hands when there's 40 million dollars at stake you know i mean that's just the way it's going to go baker now it's time to start looking at what's best for me and my health I'm pretty damn beat up right now. Said he'll discuss with his agent and family whether he'll play next week against Cincy. Not the coaching staff, not the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. You yeah. never say never in the NFL, uh, especially when there's millions and millions of dollars involved. People will put on a happy face and pretend for the cameras um, if that's the only option, but this does not sound good. This does not, I'm going to be paying real close attention to Brad and Lane here yeah. over the next few weeks, because I don't know if anybody else noticed this. And let me preface this again by saying I am not pushing for Deshaun Watson. I will have a very, very difficult time if they bring him in, unless something drastic is revealed that he, this is all garbage. You know, I, I don't want settled. I want completely cleared. 
But the fact that his grand jury will be done and everything should is supposed to be wrapped up in late January, which would give them a month before free agency to, to discuss trades and blah, 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 blah. And the fact that Breer and other people have continually said this kind of smoke, sent up these kind of smoke signals connecting him to Cleveland, that may be the route they end up going. I, I, I You need to mentally prepare yourself however you're going to do that that it's a possibility I, I, and, and do with that what you will. Um, but I just don't know, especially after these two quotes that you came tonight, and I'm sure there's going to be more to come. <laughs> I can't believe it. This I don't know that this, I, I don't see a path for this, for this being run back at this point. I just can't, I just can't. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's divorce. It's divorce, man. It's where it's going. There's no way. There's no way. I can't see it. There's no way, Steve. There's I've been no wrong way. before, once I... or twice. But, and you know, I, I I very much fall into the never say never, believe it when I see it category on almost everything. But this would be a shocker. If, if it's going the way it sounds like it's going, and I, obviously you and I are not watching it live here, uh, but if it's going the way it's going here publicly, and, and you just have to extrapolate from that and think how it's going privately, which is probably much worse. It would be a, an upset for it to, for it to be the run coach, back. And I never, never thought we would be here. I never thought we would be here. Never. Three months I ago. even, I, I had said after 2018, if you told me this is where we were at a laughed at you, I would have laughed at you. There's no way, no, no way it gets here. All I know is the coach never throws no. anybody under the bus, which is what he should do. And this is what's uh Baker also clarifies he wasn't criticizing James Hudson, says that he could have played better and that he also could have been put in better positions. So, Well, that statement in and of itself is fair, I think. You know, I, some of the other stuff I'm not sure is fair. But, um, yeah, and I think that's in, in, a, in a nutshell kind of way. That's what we've been saying. I, I, what else? Is, I, I, you know, guys, I, we love you guys for coming in here. Uh, and talking with us seriously, we do, and, and we wish. Believe me, Jake and I talk about this all the time. We're like, man, we got to find something to to give these folks because they're so loyal, and they come in and they they look for answers. We have none. I, I we have none to give you. We will find out when you guys find out. At this point, it, it's it has gotten to a. If you had told me this. As late as the three and one start, but especially in the offseason, even after the Chiefs game, which they lost, but they really played well in that game. If you had told me then this is where we would be sitting on January the 3rd, I would not have believed you at all. I would not have believed. I maybe would have believed it didn't go as well. They had some injuries and, and didn't make the playoff. That maybe I would have believed. But we're sitting at a point where we're all 95% sure Baker Mayfield's not coming back next year. I wouldn't have believed that. I, I never would have believed no. that we would have gotten here. And I've seen a lot of Browns <laughs> crap in my life. <laughs> I'm going to need an entirely new podcast intro. I'm going to need an entirely new uh, uh, film breakdown intro. All of it. God dang, man. Just reminding me of uh, everything I have to now pay for that is right in front of my face. Yeah, Steve, I don't. Thank you, I, Taco <laughs> Cat, which again, love. You're, that's one of my favorite screen names. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, 
If we have answers, we will try to give them to you uh, on the upcoming draft coverage. We'll try to give you as much information as we possibly can. But with what's going on and how this this year went down, I'm completely out of answers. And I think you are, too. Steve, I don't know that we have anything else to say. We've said it, I think, every way we can say it for now. Um, we Guys, if you care enough to know what happened, I am a sadistic weirdo who will be back tomorrow in the morning at 9 a.m. probably to show the offense tape if you want to watch it. Um, I'll just go through it, and we'll do a Chalk Talk show uh, tomorrow night. It's a weird week. Everything is pushed together. We'll let you know. I mean, we got to we gotta go. As a famous Browns head coach, Hugh Jackson, once said, we got to watch the tape, okay? We got to rewind this sucker. We got to watch the tape to, to get a feel for what's going on. It sucks, man. That's the only thing I can say. I don't think you, Steve, you know, I don't think I do. I don't think anyone has the answer to all the weird things happening behind the scenes. Uh, it just sucks. It sucks. It sucks sucks to be where we are right now yep. to watch joe burrow and cincinnati doing what they did and winning the division thank you whoever just donated those og philly og philly thanks man. one of our uh subscription gifting maniacs thank you if you just got a free uh subscription from og philly shout them out in the chat give them a thank you og we we love you guys we love you thanks yeah man. yeah i uh have a class of A1 and sleep well. I don't like A1 that much, okay? Stop. <laughs> One more point. Anyway, Steve's dying. We're all dying. Well, if, We're done. If you wondered how old I am, I'm, every laugh turns into a coughing fit years old. That, that's where I am at this point in my middle-agedum. Holy mackerel. Uh, another one. Uh, Sir Sir Bradlist, five. If you guys have a question, listen, if you want to stay here and be awesome and donate for the time, listen. We'll stay here and hang out and answer your questions. Yeah, especially um, if there's a hype train going. I mean, we we love you guys for that kind of stuff, man. We'll hang out with you. I don't I don't have much else to say. I really don't. There's going to be stuff that we're going to figure out in the off season, you know. Um, but I I really don't have a ton else to say. I will Bru- fight you, Taco Cat. Well, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yeah, let's wrap it up, Steve. Uh, Guys, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks for all your support, man. And we, like I said, we'll be back the rest of this week. We'll be back uh, over the, I think we'll do a Thursday roundtable for Cincinnati. We'll try to see what happens with some of the decisions made around guys playing. So um, anyway, Steve, thanks, man. Thanks for hanging out. It's midnight, midnight 20 on the East Coast here. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Steve. Have a good night, everybody. Try not to let the Browns ruin your week or the start to your 2022 They don't need to do that to us. They don't deserve it. So chins up. Sun will come up tomorrow. We'll see you guys. We'll break it down. See you in the morning if you want to hang out and watch the tape. Go Browns. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.